Hello, everybody. This is Mike Adrianson with the Manhattan Minute Podcast, and I'm here today with Carrie Mitchiff. Hello, everybody. So uh, once again, uh, this is uh, anything and everything that's going on in Manhattan. So uh, we appreciate all the listeners and all the feedback we get. So it's going pretty good. Uh, basically, I'd just like to go over the village board meeting that we just had. Sometimes uh, get get through this and then get to the fun stuff, you yeah. know. <laughs> but uh, the first thing we did was we uh, recognized Tom Doyle. He's the owner of State Street Auto. He's been there, I believe, for uh, 22 years in business in Manhattan, and he's served the community not only as a repair shop for uh, local residents and things like that, but he was on the village board for about eight years. So he's always been involved with the community and Irish Fest and all that. Yeah, they have a great reputation over there at State Street Auto. Yep, and we welcome the new business owners that are taking it over and still going to provide a service for our town. So. That's great. Yep. So uh, other than that, I mean, the consent agenda was pretty basic. Uh, we had to pass a resolution to authorize the closing of Route 52 and Manhattan Money Road for Sunday, March 4th, or Saturday, March 4th. You know what that is, right? Oh, Irish Fest? <laughs> yeah. So the Irish uh, Fest kickoff and the parade and the 5K. So that's exciting. And I, I just hope that, I mean, we we both know and we agree that winter is over. So yeah. <laughs> it's going to be nice. It's going to be 70 degrees again. Let's, let's yeah, hope for that. Yeah, it's official. Yeah. <laughs> a couple things we went over was just the first read of the budget for 2023-2024. Uh, this is a long process. We, we kind of just have public hearings and we just discuss certain projects that we'd like to get uh, taken care of. As you know, everything costs so much money. Uh, we went over the engineering agreement for Sunset Lakes resurfacing. So that'll be the pretty much the final phase in Sunset Lakes to get those roads up to par. We just recently did a study for all the roads, and they agree that th some of those roads are pretty bad. They need to be resurfaced. So we try to stay on top of it. I mean, we're allocating another 400000 uh, on top of the MFT funds that we receive. So that's just part of doing business, I guess. Do you know when they'll start the resurfacing? Uh, I don't know when they'll start. They're going to do it. I mean... They're tentatively going to start in the late spring, early summer. So we have the engineering agreement ready. So all the permits are going to be pulled. We're going to be right on top of it because sometimes IDOT always takes a little bit longer because they're short-staffed and things like that. So that's why we're, we're doing it right now, getting it ready. So I, I hope we're one of the first projects on their list when they do it. So we're going to be going out to bid for that. Okay. We also uh, awarded a contract for a landscaping company to take care of some of the um, flower pots and, and different areas in the village that are uh, you know, our property and they have to be maintained. And I know I've seen some comments about this one where why are you hiring another company to do this when you could just hire part-time people? And we looked at it. It's much more cost-effective to do it this way for now until we, you know, grow and get bigger instead of hiring uh, one or two individuals and all the benefits and everything. And it's not great work either. I mean, it's not yeah. something, you know, you're going out there and you're, you're fixing up the planters and things like that. So, once we get a little bit bigger, I'm sure that we'll have another uh, staff member that'll be able to take care of that. Or maybe yeah. we could do a, a program for kids or something, you know, in the future. Next on the uh, agenda is something that the EPA is requiring. It's a capacity management operations and maintenance uh, compliance report. What's that? It's <laughs> I know. Tell me about it. It's basically a big outlining plan of how the uh, sewer treatment facility runs and operates and the capacity that it's at. And believe it or not, I mean, that's mandated by the EPA and they're going that route. So it's not something that we can get away from doing. And we have to provide this report and it's about $20,000, believe it or not. Wow. So that's something that we have to have a, um, you know, an engineering firm come in and do that. And after that, it, it won't be $20,000 a year. We'll just have to upgrade it and maintain it and keep it ready. It's almost like it's got to be on the shelf when the EPA does an inspection and they come look at it, we have to have it ready. So we're working through that. We also uh, did a intergovernmental agreement with Will County, and this is to provide 
uh, authorization so that we could put our flock cameras that we we actually went and got the flock cameras i believe we got a, a grant for that about a year ago so that's how long it's been taken to get this implemented so we have the one camera up and the other one's going to go on baker and cedar over there where's the first one at uh the first one's on manhattan money road okay so yeah the flock camera system is something that we uh got a grant from the state's attorney back i believe last i think it was last may but anyway they were waiting for cedar and baker road to get completed before they put it on and I think it's going to go on Cedar Road, but it's going to be near the uh, Rose and Cedar sub, uh, entrance. Yeah. So what this camera system does is it, it it just picks up all the license plates that drive by. And it's pretty much nationwide. So if we were to have an incident or, you know, you've seen a car that stole something from your house. I mean, hopefully nothing ever bad happens. But I yeah. mean, if, if someone was kidnapped or anything, God forbid, you know, they would just be able to type the make and model of the vehicle in this flock system. And, and it then goes, it could t- uh, track them. Yeah, you yeah. you could say from 10 p.m. to midnight, it was a you know white sedan that came by my house and took my dog. Yeah. Then they would the police would go to flock camera system and narrow it down to look for that four door sedan white, and it would give up a picture of every single white sedan that went through Cedar Road between 10 and midnight. Okay. So if there's six of them, then they start checking the plates and they start investigating, and then they can track it. And it, like when those cars were stolen in Manhattan before, I think it was last year. They found one in Rockford, and that was pretty far away, but they used a flock camera system in order to uh, catch those people, so yeah. that was pretty cool. So that's all it is. It's not uh, you know out there watching everybody and yeah. kind of tracking everybody. It's just it's another tool that the police use to uh, hopefully prevent a, a major crime from happening. It's not looking for speeders? No, no, it's yeah. not looking it's for major, speeders. It's a major crime. Yeah. yeah. The other thing that we uh, had on the agenda was right now, if you're a lateral transfer for a police officer... You cannot be over the age of 35. Mm-hmm. So uh, the village board decided to lift that age requirement to expand the pool of candidates oh, that we get. Oh, that's nice, yeah. So yeah, so there's no age uh, maximum anymore. There is still a minimum. I think you got to be 21 b- before you can be a police officer, but there's no maximum age re- uh, limit anymore. So that kind of just gets us more opportunity to get more can- uh, qualified candidates to the village of Manhattan. Yeah, and that's, that's the great because I actually didn't understand that one. Yeah, yeah, so that's the goal. I mean... I know that the new hire is still a state statute that it's 21 to 35, I think it's a state statute, yeah. and it's it all has to do with pension obligation. So there is more of a financial risk, I believe, when okay. you um, take away the age requirement or the age maximum, but that's something that, uh, you know, we need officers. So Yeah, yep, good. So that's all I really had for the board meeting. I mean, it was pretty basic. Um, all right, let me see what questions I got from the community. Um, One of the questions that I got was, uh, I live in Hanover Estates, and I personally have a cluster mailbox, which is on the ground right now because somebody (laughs) knocked it over. But uh, somebody was asking me why we have cluster mailboxes. Some people don't want them. They would like to have their own mailbox. So can you explain who requires that? Yes, I I agree. I I don't care for them myself. And when I first moved in, I was the last house on the corner and I thought I had to get a key for that box. And I went to the post office and they said, no, you're on that route already. There's a mailbox right next to you. So you could be the last house before we go to the next street. So I got lucky and I got my own mailbox. Oh, you're lucky. Yeah. So uh, that is a requirement by the United States Post Office. And what they do is it's all about time. So it takes a lot, mo- lot more time to go to each every house to drop off the mail in every mailbox. So what they do is they want to have these clusters so that the mail person can just stop at one place, open it up put all the mail in there and then move on, you know? So I think it's a cost savings for them. We all know that, you know, mail has been not popular anymore. Like it used to be, I mean, we used to mail checks. We used to mail 
all kinds of stuff. Now it's all on, online. So I think yeah. to help in that, but that is something that the village can't change. I mean, so that's there's something, nothing that we can do to fight it. No, I mean, I'd have to look into that. I don't know. Yeah. That's a federal, um, okay. you know, thing. So I, I don't know if we can overcome that. I mean, we can, I'll definitely look into it because I know some other people have asked me about it. And um, yeah, if there's a way that we can change that and that's what people want. I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I, I'd rather have my mailbox in front of my house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my, sending a kid my down cluster the block, mailbox yeah. is actually in front of my house, but I still would prefer to have my own mailbox, but it is what it is. Yeah, something. And I know a lot of talk with ComEd, the way that they're doing infrastructure now, they want to put all those boxes that are normally in your backyard, they want to have them in your front yard now. Oh, wow. And to me, it, it's cheaper for them to run it in the backyard because you can, if houses back up to each other, you could just do one run down right. the whole thing. But when it goes to repair time, everyone gets mad, as you know. When yeah. Comet has to come in your backyard and they have to dig up something, everyone is furious. So right. they think that it's better to maintain it while it's in the front. They could just go in the front. But, yeah, and then they don't have to get behind but, a locked gate. Yeah, but I don't like that either. I, I mean, maybe it's just because I'm used to it being in the backyard all yeah. the time, but I just don't want to see a big box in front of my you know, right. front yard and my right. kid's going to slam into it when he's playing football or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, another question that I got from a couple people was some people felt like their water quality had changed. <clears throat> Is there anything that you know of that would cause that? Everything that's treated by our uh, water treatment facility, it's it's tested probably, I think, three times a day. Oh. So they always want to maintain quality coming out of there. It should be the same quality of water no matter what. Now, if there's any issues in, in the house where you have sediment or maybe a different uh, scent or anything like that, I mean, the, the best thing you could do is call Public Works. And if you contact Public Works, they'll have someone come out and look at it. A lot of times it, it could be something in the house, like, your water heater that's, you know, has a lot of okay. age to it or a water softener or something like that. I mean, it's usually, I mean, I'm not saying that the village is always perfect, but I mean, right. you know, the water that comes out of there should be pretty consistent and equal for everybody. So, I mean, if there's any issue, I would definitely start by contacting Public Works and have them come out and they'll look at it and they'll say, it could be your water softener, it could be this, or okay. there is an underlying thing we don't know about. Right. So nothing's changed that should be causing it. No. So if you have sediment or color changes or anything like that, call Public Works. Yep. All right. I wanted to mention that the police station is collecting pop tops for the Ronald McDonald House until March 17th for Heart Month. Yep. And they're uh, doing it at the Village Hall, too. So if you came into Village Hall, there's a little uh, bucket there to yeah. donate them as well. Okay, great. Um, I wanted to also mention that I know there's some elections coming up. And on Manhattanins, we don't allow politics because it just gets too messy. It gets out of hand. It sure does. But when there's local elections going on, we do allow it in one specific post. So I will start that post, and then um, this weekend I'll do it. And then if you're running or have questions for any candidates, you can post in the comments of that post. So that'll be posted very soon here. All right, good. Yeah, it's going to start heating up here. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Apollo. Yeah. Tell, so, me, tell me about what Apollo <clears throat> just did. Yeah, I mean, he's only been on the job, I think, 90 days maybe. And <laughs> um, the state police had someone uh, that they thought was suspicious that pulled over on I-80 and Hobolt Road. And, um, you know, when they went out there, uh, they needed to make sure that there wasn't maybe they, they had a suspicion that there's possibly drugs. So what they did was they called out for a, a canine unit and uh, luckily uh, Ryan Gully was here with Apollo and they were available to assist. So they went over there and uh, you know, Apollo sniffed it out. He, he found 502 pounds of cannabis, I believe, and uh, about 55 pounds of wax oil or something like oh, yeah. cannabis oil. <laughs> yeah. I don't so, know what that is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But uh, it looked, it looked like white uh, pasty stuff. So I think that was a really high suspicion. Yeah. 
and some people make comments, you know, they, they'll always say, well, that, you know, marijuana is legal, but I don't think 500 pounds in the Joliet area, we, you know, <laughs> and we don't know what it could have been laced with or right, yep. anything like that. You know, the point is that um, Apollo makes our community safe and we do have a safe community, but it also makes the surrounding areas safer too. I mean, what right. if that was going to our, you know, I mean, junior high or our high school or whatever. I mean, the, it, you never know when it could end. So, I mean, it, it's just good to have that uh, tool to use to keep us safe and you know, as a, as I mentioned before, he found a couple of felons that were trying to flee the New Lenox Police Department uh, about a month and a half ago. So he found them in the woods and they yeah. were hiding. So, I mean, he's been he, really <laughs> active. He's yep. such a good boy. And I, I asked uh, Ryan Gully, I said, you know, we got to get him a treat or something. Yeah. He's like, well, I took him over to get a, a cheeseburger. That's his favorite thing. Yeah. When he does good, he gets a cheeseburger. So <laughs> we're going to have to have Apollo on the show. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. We will soon. <laughs> Uh, you, you were mentioning the, uh, pop tops for heart, yeah, heart yep. disease and everything. So there is a, a, another thing that we posted on our site. It's a, um, skills USA champions at work. They're teaming up with, uh, some individuals from the Lincoln way community and they're going to have a welding contest at, uh, uh Lincoln way high school. So that's going to be, uh, let's see, raffle tickets are on sale February 2nd through March 9th. They're $10 each. You could win a side-by-side -side if you purchase some of these tickets to help out. And it goes to a good cause. So there's more information uh, on this on our uh, Facebook page for the village. And I think we're going to put it on our website too, just to ensure that everyone gets uh, access to it. But that's another great thing that, you know, this helps for um, different heart disease and different things. And there's some individuals that have passed for unexpected uh, heart issues that yeah. they had that they didn't know. So it's great that people are bringing awareness to it. Yep. And I would love to win a side by side. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah especially since they're legal in Manhattan now. That's right. One thing I want to say about the heart disease and stuff, I'm, I'm going to be doing a walk with the mayor and that's a, a, a huge organization that is trying to get people motivated in the community and start doing more healthy activities. And I know, um, I think the mayor of Frankfurt is doing it, Richton Park. There's a lot in the Midwest and what they do is it helps for heart, um, heart and stroke prevention awareness. Okay. So, I mean, it's just a good thing to get together and I'm going to do about three or four events. It happens in the spring. So there's Where's more. Where's it at? Well, there's more to come on that. It's just the name is Move with the Mayor. We could do any type of healthy activity. Okay. So I'm reaching out to the schools to see if I could do anything in the gymnasium with the kids when they're in gym class. If we could do a, a walk around the you know the Wapanzi Trail. So it's more uh, like a movement and you're supposed to come up yeah, with things. Yeah, I'm just supposed to try to activate the community to get some more uh, you know healthy mindset. You know, yeah. So I mean, it's just something to add to that heart disease thing that you were saying. Okay. Hopefully soon, uh, you know, I'm going to do State of the Village February 15th. That's on Wednesday. So there's a lot of stuff for that. I'll, I'll hopefully have some highlights afterwards to share with the public. We're working on the downtown uh, redevelopment plan that's still in the works. There's a lot of moving parts to that. We're working with the park district, the library. We're trying to get everyone's input so we do it right. Yeah. We don't want to just put something out there and make everyone upset and then that won't be good either. So, yeah. <laughs> um, But I'm really excited to uh, unveil it when it is ready. It's just uh, trying to work through all the little you know hiccups that we have with it. But that's pretty much it for uh, right now with Manhattan. So I also noticed that you were mentioned in, I, I believe it was on a, a website or a Facebook post that you won an award for your company. What was that about? Yes, I did, actually. Um, so Village Realty is the company that I work for, and they do every year an award ceremony to recognize their top brokers for their sales. And this year I got first place. Oh, so nice. It's kind of crazy. Out of about 225 agents, 
through all of their offices in Illinois, Indiana, and Florida, I had the most sales. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited about it, especially because I come from such a small town and they have so many locations. Um, and that's because of all of the people here that have trusted me. Yep. So if anyone else is looking to sell or buy a home in the area, give me a call at 708-668-3513. Yep. She's a person to call if you're looking for a house. I love it. <laughs> so congratulations again. That's awesome. I mean, it's always good to see you know, like you said, out of all those agencies and all those agents, I mean, right here in Manhattan, we have top agents sitting right, right here. You yeah, know? that's right. So that's awesome. Thank you. So we have a, another guest today, and this is working out great. We actually uh, are starting to get a list of people that want to uh, come on and join us on this podcast, which is awesome. So today we have Mike Shannon. Hello. So Mike Shannon's on Hi, here. Hi, Mike. Hello, Carrie. So uh, he's a resident of Manhattan, and he's uh, you also work at uh, Moraine Valley, right? I'm a professor at Moraine of communications and film studies. Oh, yes. nice. Wow. So this kind of fits into what you do. Correct. So cool. Yes. Um, yeah, I just, you know, I just, you know, we don't have any really uh, scripted manual or anything. So I mean, We're if you want. We're just going to hang out with Mike. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm an inquisitive citizen, yeah. as I like to call Mike, yes. <laughs> so uh, Carrie Mitchiff is here. She uh, works at Village Realty. She's a real estate broker. But uh, her claim to fame around Manhattan, I guess, would be Manhattanans. Yes. yes. The infamous site, yeah. Manhattanans. I know we talked about it before, but I, are you uh, familiar with that site, that so, page? Unfortunately, I'm not a member of Facebook, but I am familiar through stories and legends around <laughs> Manhattan. Yeah. So, yeah. And it was interesting to talk to Carrie about the fact of how it started. So, yes. And again, what was your inspiration for that? Um, there used to be a, a nasty website that people could anonymously post and they would say bad things about their neighbors and try to bash businesses and hurt the business. Mm -hmm. So I was hanging out with a friend of mine one night, actually Tracy Schuster, Kevin Schuster's ex-wife, and uh, we were all talking in the garage and thought, you know, there's got to be a way to do this where people can talk about things going on in their town and get recommendations for businesses but can't anonymously post and bash the businesses mm -hmm. and make up rumors about their neighbors. Mm -hmm. So then uh, we started Manhattanans that night. Well, yeah. and then it spiraled out of, not out of control, but I mean, yeah. it spiraled pretty good where <laughs> yes, it did. a lot of people kind of uh, followed suit. I mean, now you got subdivision groups, you get all these right. different groups out yeah. there and it's just a way to communicate uh, amongst each other. So, and uh, see who's actually talking. I mean, there's always a troll here and there, I guess. Yeah, but you'll that's always what, have trolls. That's what they call them. Yeah, trolls. That's, of, the, that's the thing you're not missing, Mike, yeah, right. by not being on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's a lot of great that comes from it. Yeah, sure. it's yeah. a good way to communicate uh, with uh, residents quickly. So that's why we use it a lot at the village here. So mm -hmm. and the specific name, Carrie Manhattanins, was because of it. Just people had. I've heard people calling the town Manhattanins. Okay, you know. So yeah. Just went with it. Very interesting. Yeah. And I know that there was a newspaper. They used to do a newsletter. I think the village used to try to take that name in the past, wasn't it? Or, I don't know. Or did they? Oh call yeah, it? you know, I think there was like two editions. Okay, yeah. That were called Manhattanins. Yeah, yeah. And when we started the newsletter here, I'm like, I'm not going to use that name, you know. So <laughs> you we just, could, yeah. You could. I don't trademark. own it. Yeah, yeah. we just called the. Uh, you know. Mike's actually told me before I should trademark sure. the name. You should, yeah. You should. <laughs> But well, thanks for coming on. And uh, do you have any specific thing that you'd like to talk about? I mean, I know that um, you're, you know, pretty interested in the village of Manhattan, which is great. I mean, it's always good to see a resident that likes local government because uh, some people think it's very boring. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I like it a lot. No, so. I, so I I know that you and I have interacted unofficially as far as just seeing each other on the streets. Yeah. And that made me think of what do other people bring up to you when they're seeing you, not at formal events, just out and about on the streets of Manhattan? Uh, it's a wide range of things. I mean, it, 
uh, everything from complaints to compliments. Uh, you know, it has to do with, you know, and sometimes it, it, it's, uh, why don't they just give me a call, I guess, but I guess they don't want to bother me that way either. But when I run out, run into them, it could be as simple as, uh, you know, what's going on with that, uh, you know, that they're digging over there or whatever. I mean, it could yeah. be, it could be right. so basic. It could be, Hey, I, I need to get my taxes done and I don't know, you know, I don't know where to submit them. And I'm like, well, I mean, it's not anything to do with the village. You know yeah, I, mean? right. I, I try to direct them in the right direction, but sure. it's it just, you know, there's a lot of things that we're responsible for, but there's also a lot of things that we're not. But yeah, I mean, it's good to interact with people. I'd like to get out there and, and talk to anyone if they have concerns. I like to, you know, that's why the podcast started just so I can, they could hear it from the horse's mouth. That right. way it's not... Don't call yourself that. <laughs> so they don't hear, you know, rumors on the street or whatever. It's just, I'm trying to put out as much information as I can with the summarizing of the board meeting, the podcast, uh, social media, the newsletter that we put out. I mean, that's just, I think with government, when you don't know what's going on, that's when you start to think, what is right. going on? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm point. getting more people reaching out to me with things they want us yeah. to talk about on the podcast. That's good. So I encourage people to keep doing yeah. that. Yeah, okay. definitely. Well, that's interesting. No, I, you know, I, I, I know that I, as someone, again, who has a lot of questions, but I'm sure, like you had said, not many people may know where to go to exactly yeah. find them. So that's an interesting thing to bring up. So you've been the mayor now how long? Uh, just under two years. So April 4th will be my second year. Okay. That I was elected. I was sworn in May 4th. May the 4th be with you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> Familiar boy. with that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He ran for mayor previously. Did you know that? I did not know that. No. And yeah, 2012. Yes. I ran for mayor. Um, my first run at it was uh, 2012. It was a 2013 election, but that's when I was out there campaigning. He got his feet wet. Yeah. But I, I was out there helping him yep. and okay. doing the parade and all that. I have my Mike Adrianson t-shirt. Right. Yeah. My kids still wear their t-shirts. Yeah. yeah, I had a, some t-shirts made up. I mean, it was a very good experience. I mean, you don't know until you, you go sure. through it. I mean, it, it's a lot. And there, there's some things I would have changed. But in the end, um, you know, I guess I'm here now. And uh, I think you it know, worked out perfectly. Yeah. I no, mean, I, I got a little, and then I got appointed to the board, Be you know, when Jamie won the election, Jamie Doyle. Doyle right. Yeah, he uh, appointed me as a trustee in his spot because he was a trustee currently. So I got, I was on the board for uh, two years, then ran again. And then, um, you know, there was actually no opposition at that point. That was great. It was easy election. Sure. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I had a career change. I mean, I, I feel like everyone, had, not everyone, but a lot of people have a career change at least once in their life. Right. Yeah. And that's what I went through. So I was working in Skokie afternoons and I couldn't make the meetings. So unfortunately I had to resign. And then okay. long story short, a few years later, I made it back to Joliet. I'm about 10 minutes down the road and I'm able You're to do this now. You're busting your butt, yeah. making it work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I know you and I have talked about this before, but what was the motivation for this? For uh, I just see a lot of potential in Manhattan. I mean, and I'm not dissing anything that happened in the past. No, I mean, no. that sounds yeah. bad, but... You know, I just see a lot of potential here, a lot of young families. I mean, my my kids are here. I, I'm well I'm well vested in this community, and, you know, I just feel like, uh, you know, I have a lot to offer just by communicating with people, and I want to do the right thing. I don't want to just go on a power trip and this yep. and that. I just want to... For the right uh, reasons. Yeah, I just want right. to be able to help everybody, and I think uh, that's the mission I'm trying to accomplish anyway, is just do do what the people want, and that's that's my main goal. Okay, so. and and I I was thinking of... Again, questions for our interview here. What do you think are some of the most pressing issues facing Manhattan? Uh, well, pressing issues, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, there is the North Point issue that's on our uh, southwest uh, region of undeveloped area that is on our boundary line. So, I mean, that's a little bit of a difficult situation. You mm -hmm. know, I've right when I got um, elected, I should say, right when I got hired, but when I, when I first got elected and 
My first uh, state of business, I mean, the first week was I uh, hired another attorney to look at everything just to ensure. And, and there's nothing against the current attorney that was doing it. Yeah, four eyes are better than two. Yeah. yeah, just get a, a second opinion and, and go with it. And the way the boundary agreement is structured, it, there really is no, there's, I guess our hands are tied with that. You know, there's nothing that we could do. But I am meeting with different groups, the Stop North Point group, the Just Say No to North Point group. You know, is there anything that uh, Manhattan should be on the lookout for? And that's, that's really all we're, we're just trying to stay open-minded on that. But there is a lot more issues too that, you know, we deal with that I guess the board and myself stress out about a little bit sure. is infrastructure. So all the people that we have here and that are coming, um, you know, our wastewater treatment facility is uh, getting towards capacity. Okay. And we have plans right now. The engineering plans are done. The permits are ready. And we can hold these for about five to six years. There's no rush, but we have to do it. We have to try to time it correctly. It's about $32 million to wow. do this wastewater treatment. And it's an upgrade on the current plant that we have now. So Because the current plant can't hold the amount of Yeah, stuff I mean, they, it could hold right now. But if, um, let's say you were going to build, you know, another subdivision with 500 homes in there or whatever. Right. I mean, we'd be at capacity and we would have to be required by law, by the EPA, to improve that. Okay. So... We do different things. We try to fix some of the sewer projects that we do to take some of the stormwater out of the treatment center. Okay. Because we don't want to treat stormwater, you know. Sure. It's just a waste of money, but it's hard to, you know, determine how much is actually going through that way. But our biggest thing is trying to submit for grants. We have uh, different loan options, creative financing, and that's that's what we're trying to focus on so that we don't hit everyone with a huge bill. You know, that's our, right. you know, as you can tell, Joliet's going through this. They're doing their water thing, and their water bill's probably going to triple at least. Wow. And then yeah. uh, I don't want to be tied to Chicago either because they, yeah. could, they could raise it however they want. Right. Okay. So that's an issue. And it's not like an emergency or nothing. That's right. just a thing that we have to be mindful of. Long term. Yeah. yeah. And we're starting a, another well treatment facility, the radium removal. That's going to go over by Century East. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we already started that process. We did get a, a million-dollar grant already, okay. and that's how we started the process. And then through Bobby Rush's office, we received... 3.5 million roughly. I mean, that's not an exact number, but yeah. Yeah. about 3.5 million for this project because the total project's $8 million. And I know I'm throwing numbers everywhere, but that's, yeah. Yeah. That, that's what goes through my mind all day. Like, sure. you know, money, money, million money. Here, yeah, right. millions here. So, yeah, I mean, we're hopeful that, you know, this grant is pretty much signed in to law. I mean, it's just a matter of receiving the funds. So hopefully nothing goes bad with that. But, um, you know, that's one thing. And then also, I mean, we, and this all goes to infrastructure. We need to, another water tower because right. we only have one. So, and that one's going to need some maintenance at some point, you know, and if we shut it down, it's very difficult to maintain the pressure throughout the community without another one. So that's on our list. And that's, I think that's about five to $6 million for that. Wow. So, I mean, I see why you're stressed out yeah. about it. The pressing so the, issues. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, the, the minute you say, Hey, we're going to raise your water bill $2. It's like, Oh my God, this yeah. mayor is terrible. It's right. like, well, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm trying to do the best we can here, but oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, those are some of the issues, uh, as you know, I mean, I feel like we everyone wants a pharmacy. That's an mm -hmm. issue. I, yeah. You know, some different, uh, you know, businesses that we can use here. Even Is there anyone out there that would like to open a pharmacy? Yeah, that'd be great. Just yeah. give me a call. Right. <laughs> if it's that easy. But, you know, I, I know that some different businesses that we can um, attract, you know, even as simple as we don't even have a dry cleaner, you know. Right. So, I mean, it's no one thinks about that maybe. But if because you had a dry used cleaner. you one of the midpoints. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, if, yeah. if there's a way to get more of these businesses out here that you could do your few errands and run around then you might stay here eat yeah. and things like that and we're yeah. we're doing a downtown redevelopment plan right. so that's something that we just want to you know one of the main goals on this is just to be able to enhance the businesses that we have 
downtown now and then bring some more in. Right. Okay. So, I mean, we're not trying to kick out anyone that's there. We, no. we want to bring more people to you so you can make right. more money. Yeah. If you have the same customers every day and costs go up, you know what happens. I mean, it's, I do. it's difficult. Right. So, yeah. that's our main goal. So, I mean, those are just a few of the issues. Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, there's always some road improvements. I mean, Route 52 is an issue. There's safety concerns on Route 52. Sure. And it's, I live off 52 and it's hard to pull out and, yeah. and get on the road because there's so yeah. many cars. So uh, drafted a letter to the state requesting all these, you know, improvements. It goes all the way to uh, by Roadhouse 52. Right. The speed is too high. I mean, 50 miles an hour where a new subdivision is being built. Right. That's going to be too high. And then they're probably going 60. So you're trying yeah. to jump out in front of them. So we're, we're requesting we reduce that a little bit until after Bruns Road. Then they can get back up to 50. It's fine. Gotcha. But I hope I covered them. I mean, there's no, probably, there's probably a hundreds more issues, no, and, no, and that's, it affects everyone differently, whether it's a major or minor sure. issue. But yeah, no, it's subjective. I get that. And you kind of touched on this as one of my other questions with McDonald's coming, yeah. and having two big chains. Well, two of the biggest, Dunkin' and McDonald's. What other kind of businesses do you think would be attracted to the area? Well, I like I said. I mean, it would be great to get a pharmacy. Right. Um, you know, I, I look at that auto parts store. I mean, we have a lot of, you know hands-on people that do their own work on their own cars right. or, or you know they want to just go get some oil or fluid or i mean any little part they might need it'd be nice to have them right here in manhattan instead of having to go to new lennox and then they're out there then they get the dry cleaning then they get the food and then they come back you know so right. if, if we can you know slowly turn that where people can just stay out here and do their thing and then maybe they'll patronize another business also but yeah, I think um, auto parts store. I mean, different uh, variety of restaurants. I mean, we have some good restaurants right now. I mean, I just went to Agave the other night. It was amazing again. Delicious. Yeah, yeah. So, yes. I love it. I mean, <laughs> I, could, I, I don't want to miss anyone out, but we have a lot of good restaurants. We Gallagher's, do. Midtime, and Roadhouse 52. But, you know, we could just have even more. I mean, I, I'm a big fan. I'll be honest. I'm a big fan of Italian food. So yeah. I know uh, Mid, Midtown's doing pasta night, but, Saw that. you know, if, uh, a few more varieties of that. And maybe, uh, you know, I'm open to any other business that would like to come here that we could you know, utilize as a community instead of just, I don't want all, you know, McDonald's, Burger King. I don't right. want a row right. of fast food, exactly. but I think yeah. McDonald's will be the first step into showing other businesses that, you know, we're, we can sustain the business that comes here. It's we're not just, we're on the map now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, and that's a great point because right. I think a lot of when they see that and you think the fact that the how many, how many people actually live around about in Manhattan right now? Uh, well, the uh, census was like 93, 9,500, but probably 10 we, we think yeah. We think about 11, okay. 10, 5. I mean, it's hard to put a number on it because not everyone participates in the census. Sure. The one thing I will say, the good thing about being less than 10,000 people, we don't need emissions. Right. So yeah. you don't have to take your car for mission testing. So I mean, we'll I know the point. sign I mean, can say under 10,000. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, I mean, we, we feel like, uh, and maybe at some point we might do our own. You know, to it depends on what business we're trying to attract that might need that threshold of ten thousand or, or eleven or whatever yeah. it is. But yeah, that but that obviously the yeah. amount of people is taken into consideration when a business comes, correct? Yeah, yeah they yeah. yeah they all have different criteria. I'm going to another uh, conference in right. in, uh, in May, and I'm traveling there, so I take a couple of vacation days. Sure, and I I go down to where's uh, it at? It's in Las Vegas. Oh, can I go? It's, <laughs> it's like the it's the biggest show. I mean, I went there last year. It is amazing. I mean, they have every business that you can think of is set up there. Yeah. And it, it's set up like a storefront. So, I mean, oh, even, awesome. for example, I mean, they had Jersey Mike's and it was like a, a real restaurant store there. They were just giving out sandwiches, little, little like right. two, two inch sandwiches. But yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's where you get the context, I believe, to try to uh, attract these. Them. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're going to be putting together some more material. 
I'd like to do some cell phone studies or any type of other data. And I know some people don't like that because, like you said, you know, I think you said in the past, Apple's always listening, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, but, it's, but, I mean, sure. some of this is tools that we could use to say, hey, look, this is how many people live around here. But this right. is how many people in the outer area that right. shop at this location, for example, or right. go to uh, this auto parts store or the pharmacy. And then we right. can try to, you know, prove our case that, you know, and then once we get a couple more things coming in, then then I think it'll be... Yeah, it'll help. Yeah. yeah. So I just, I don't want everyone to think that I'm trying to get like Walmart and yeah, Kohl's and right. Target. I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah, I've yeah I'm not looking at that about you. No, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not looking for that. I mean, we're just, we just would like some more stuff out here. No, you know? I, I mean, as a yeah. 12-year resident, I concur. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just want to stay in town. Yeah. yeah. I don't ever want to leave. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, we don't have to move out, but we can keep it a nice quaint town with some other, uh, you know, useful uh, businesses, I believe. So yeah. let's yeah. see if we can get them, you know. And yep. Carrie, due to the fact that you're a realtor, what are people attracted to about Manhattan? Small town. Okay. Um, so, and that's something that I'm very big on is this remaining a small town feel. So, Yes, I want more businesses right. so that I don't have to leave the town, but I also want it to still feel like a small town. Yeah. I like it that when you go to the grocery store, you see a bunch of people that you know. Yeah. You know, right. so people are still attracted to that in the school district. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that makes less. As, as a Lincoln Way product myself, yes. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be cheaper to come to Manhattan, but now it's getting more expensive than yes. New Lenox and yeah. Mokina and the surrounding <laughs> towns, which is great, right. you know, for your home values. True. No good point. Getting more expensive to live here. I pay my taxes. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and a sub question, I guess, for both of you then, what are some things you wish more people knew about Manhattan? Hmm. Well, I think everyone that lives in Manhattan should read the Historical Society book that they have. It's a lot of information oh, yeah, about that, the history. I mean, the, yeah. the round barn was built from wood from the World's Fair. So, I mean, really? that's something that is pretty cool. We actually had two round barns. One of them uh previously lost in a tornado i think in a 1909 roughly i mean i'd have to look at the i don't have the book on me yeah, so yeah. i don't want anyone to think you're that not I'm, writing a paper right yeah, now i'm not right. writing i'm not i'm not <laughs> quoting the stuff but mike yeah. is grading you mm -mm. yeah but i mean if you read it it's interesting i mean there there's stuff where uh some of the mayors that were in town you know one of them i think was a doctor i believe and he was just traveling through town and i think i said this before he some train trouble and he, he kind of got out and helped some people and they just settled here that was wow. it i mean he's, yeah you know, and they became mayors so i mean it's you know there's yeah. a lot of uh, things like that's what I think is cool. Uh, yeah, that book is awesome. Have yeah. you seen it? I have not. You no. should go stop by there this yeah. weekend. They should be open on the weekend. Yeah, right? the oh, Historical Society Museum is at over the there. old police station. Yeah, correct? the old. Yeah, old I think they sell the book for twenty dollars. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and they just upgraded it, so I have two of them. There's there's two now. I don't know if yeah. they still sell the old one. They probably just revised the new one. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just a lot of interesting stuff in there. I mean. Do like you have you a get, Ford in there, Mike, or anything like huh? that? Do you have a Ford in it? <laughs> uh, like, you know. No, he's not featured in it yet. No, <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not in it. Okay. Not, nope. yet. Yeah, not yet. No. In yeah. the future, he will be there. I can't get a signed copy from you, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Course, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the Historical Society, I mean, it, it's a great thing that they have there. And, mm -hmm. you know, if you get a chance to check out the museum, it's it's amazing. It's all Manhattan stuff. And yeah. it's just, I mean, you'd be surprised at what's in there. It's huge. Yeah, you'd learn a lot. <laughs> I, would, I would just like people to know how caring everybody here is sure. and how everyone steps up for each other when they need something you they know? do so if someone's in need this town is going to come together oh, yeah. it's so it's part of that small town feel and, and that has a lot to do with manhappenings right uh, as far yeah. as yeah. 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 getting that message yeah. out there right yes that's yeah. right yep that's yeah. interesting okay and mm -hmm. you know that's uh like you said i mean one of our business owners um you know, they have a lot of family in Turkey, and it's just a tragedy what happened out there. Yes. I mean, the, the death toll is it's just 
crazy how many people have passed away from that and are missing. So are we you know, doing anything around well, town for Kez? And I know that she's trying to do something. She's pretty upset. And, yeah. uh, you know, if there's anything that anyone has an idea to do, I, I know I reached out to uh, a couple of people have called me and I've talked to my wife and, you know, I know she's so upset right now, but if there's anything we can do, I know we can't probably collect items like canned goods and try to ship right. it over there. Maybe we can do a, a fundraiser to get some money to give to, yeah, you know, the, yeah. uh, I don't know if it's a consulate over there. Right. Or, you know, I, yeah. I don't know how to do that. But I saw a post on Facebook, I think, um, that blankets were needed, but yeah. I, I think it'd be too hard to send blankets. Yeah. So maybe money, you know, for, I don't know. Yeah, maybe money or something, uh, you know, we could figure out what, what we could do. I don't, it's yeah. so far away, but it's also, I mean, it's just, well, that's tragedy. why I was thinking about mm. Kez the other day and wondering if there was maybe she could give us an idea of something we could do yeah. to help. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll be talking to her again. I mean, it, it just she was like I said, so upset, and I didn't sure. want to uh, pry on that just right. because <laughs> right. I'm like you know she needs to kind of you know deal with that. But yeah, yeah, if there's anyone has any ideas or you know if you guys think of anything, let me know, and we'll definitely jump in and try to do what yep, we can. That's so. right. Okay, no, that's good to know. Yeah, and. The we explained to me, Mike, that the Round Barn area is owned by or governed by. It's the Park District. Park District, and that's it, right. Yeah, okay. uh, Will County Forest Preserve has a blanket um, easement over it. Gotcha. So it's not in the village limits, but hopefully mm-hmm. we're working on that. And if we can get them to annex in the village, that'd be just a great addition to the village. Got it. So, but they do take care of that. That's a uh, different taxing body, but we always work with them if they need something. We have some equipment they borrow. If we got to cut down a tree for them, we we. We definitely work with the park and the library and all them. Gotcha. So. Okay. Yeah. And not far from there, give me an update on Eastern again, Mike. Oh, Eastern Avenue? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> believe me, <laughs> you know, government takes forever, and it, sometimes it's frustrating, but there's so many laws and so many liabilities and all these other things. But right now, we're at the point where it's engineered. It's pretty much ready to go to bid. But mm-hmm. as you know, there's about four pipelines we're going to be crossing. Okay. And some point... Back when the road was open and then it closed down, they were able to put these pipelines in or, or we don't have an agreement or anything. So we're, we're at their mercy, I guess, is what the, you know, what I'm trying to say. Gotcha. It's, you know, we're legally going through it with our legal team to make sure that it's not, you know, we don't compromise anything as a taxpayers. You know, we don't want to, sure. we don't want to cause big problems, but I mean. That's where we're at. I mean, hopefully within the next month or two. And I know I keep saying that, man. It's, it's like forever. But but that's the goal. They'll open up the uh, northern section, and then we got to fix the southern section too. I mean, it's yeah. It's kind of, you know, we're going to get a lot of grief with those culverts and stuff there with the one way in and one way out. It's mm-hmm. not a bridge. It's it, a culvert. It's a culvert. I it's learned a bridge. that from you. Yeah. Yes. Really? Okay. Yes. Yes. I did not know that. Because I we, didn't yeah, either. We, we tried, we were going to submit for some bridge grants and you stuff. Mean you mean like over by Brookstone? Yeah. Yeah. I would just like to say that when you're going through there, you should always wave to the person that waits yeah, for you. Yeah, that waited for you. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of yeah, the rule. Yeah, it's it's usually not Baker. a wave. That's what uh, I've yeah, noticed. Also with Baker. <laughs> yeah, Baker. And Baker. I always get mad when people don't wave at me. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I just talked to uh, JB, the uh, road commissioner, and he is in the, I mean, they do have a grant for Baker Bridge. and That in, is a bridge, not a culvert. That's a bridge, yeah. Right. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, because it's going over that little, uh, I guess it's a creek. Oh, yeah. But it's going to be much wider, longer, and I don't know. I, I think I mentioned this before. They had to do a study, and there's a long-eared bat that's native to that area. Yeah, it's awesome. So they had to make sure there's no nests in there and stuff. I've which been looking yeah. for it every time I drive which, by. Now. If you ever Google a picture, it's kind of a, a weird-looking bat. You I'm, know? Gonna, I'm gonna look it up. Right <laughs> yeah, but uh, so th- luckily there's no nests in there or nothing. But we can't, you know, not not me. It's the township, but they can't cut down any trees uh, between October and March because of these, okay. you know, animals. So. 
uh, they're in the process of just trying to acquire the proper right away and just keep going through. I mean, there's always something that comes up that has to be kind of uh, overcome before it goes any further. So hopefully next, I know we say this all the time, but hopefully next year they say, right. <laughs> it's like I'm a Cubs fan, so I'm kind of used to that. I mean, <laughs> you know, I've been a Cub fan my whole life and, it, you know, well, next year they can rebuild and next year, you know, but yeah, it, it's still on target. I mean, they still are getting the grant. Uh, I think it's an 80% grant or 90%. So, I mean, it's, it's quite expensive to build that. So. Okay. Um, these bats are terrifying. Yeah, they. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, it's. Is it a new mascot for the town? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we want that as yeah. our mascot. It looks very scary. Where, Carrie, where do you see the future of Manhattanings going? Manhattanings. Yeah. Um, I think it'll just continue to grow slowly, like it has over the past eleven years. Okay. Um, but yeah, a lot of great things have come from it. A lot of bad things have come from it, and a lot of stressful nights for me. But sure. overall, there has been more good that has come from it. So I think it'll be around forever. Stress in the sense of just moderation or moderating? Okay. Yeah, just, I mean, she keeps it uh, pretty regulated with, you know, trying to keep the politics off of it because gotcha. everyone has an opinion, oh, and then sure. it just mm-hmm. kind of, it spirals out of control, so it's better to keep that off. It's just community stuff, not a sale. It's not for sale, right? Yeah, I mean, it's not for, like, uh, you know, selling your sales. couch because then yeah. we're going to have to deal with, like, so-and-so sold me this couch and it right. smells like dog pee and yeah. they won't give me my money back. Yeah, yeah I don't want to moderate yeah. that kind yeah. of stuff. This is information only, like what's going on around yeah. or in okay. Manhattan. Or and it's hard because, you know, like I want businesses to promote themselves on there. That's part of the reason for it, right? Mm-hmm. But then you also don't want it to be too spammy where it's all promotions for businesses. So now Correct. it's kind of like, where do we go from here? Okay, so and I can so see And so now there's a limit of three times a week that a you know, a person or a business can post. So okay. if you're posting seven times a week, now it's your personal page, yeah, sure. you know, and Trying you, you have your own page for that. So it's just kind of watching how it grows and as more people join, seeing how you have to just change and shift with it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So anything else you want to talk about? I mean, and uh, you're a resident here 12 years. You were a professor. So, I mean, that, I, I just appreciate you coming on the show and talking about this. Yeah, stuff. it's yeah, very no, I, nice. It's, uh, I get to moonlight at Emmys oh, nice. two to three nights a week. And it's just it's nice to see the small town aspects that you were yeah. talking about, Carrie and Mike, and how everyone is very friendly. And, again, just being an inquisitive citizen and wanting <laughs> to know more. So I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, because I be think on. when I first met you over the phone, I think you had called about the train horn. It was the a, infamous train horn. The infamous yes. train horn. But <laughs> oh, that's been on Manhattan <laughs> a few times. And it's finally. I'm going to get you on Facebook, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. <laughs> it's finally, uh, the train horn has been yes. taken care of. And, uh, you know, thank you for your patience. No, and, thank as you, you know, yeah. it's always. Like I said, government, it just takes takes a while for yep. some things, you know. But yep. anyway, that, no, that's great. And, uh, you know, uh, now we've become friends after I've been talking to you more and yeah, more. Yeah, no, I, I, yep. I can honestly <laughs> say that when I did call and they passed you through to the voicemail, I'm thinking, oh, I probably never hear from anyone. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> called mine. me back within a half hour, and I was thoroughly <laughs> impressed with that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I try to call everyone back. Uh, it, sometimes I get a voicemail, and I can't even make it out, or it's a hang-up right away. So, yeah. I mean. Uh, by Sounds like it, my students. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you didn't, if you didn't get a call back, I would definitely uh, call again because I I try to call everyone back for yeah. anything. No, I I so. can attest to that. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, like I said, if anyone has any uh, other questions or concerns, they can reach out to myself, Carrie, and they can email us at manhattanminutepodcast uh, at gmail dot com. Yep. So I mean, that's a couple ways. Uh, Facebook, uh, we're pretty accessible. So. Yep. Uh, thanks again, and uh, you know, everyone have a, a great uh, rest of the month. Yeah. Yes. Thanks for coming on, Mike. Yeah, thanks, yeah, thanks Mike. for having me.